When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Bengal Tiger Podcast. I'm Matthew Bruni, and joining me once again is Shay Dixon. Shay, how was your Thanksgiving? It was uh, it was enjoyable. Spent time with family, ate, watched a lot of football. I saw the mac and cheese. It was good. It looked excellent. That's the hit of Thanksgiving for me. It only makes some great homemade mac and cheese. Um, yes. But yes, very uh, good time. Good time. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the egg bowl was on last night. It was yeah, a pretty watch. Yeah. It was not a pretty game at all. Um, 17 to seven Ole Miss wins, uh, watched some NFL and yeah, those were all blowouts. Yeah. That had a, had a good time, had a good time. Um, but here we have LSU versus Texas A&M Saturday, uh, morning, I guess, 11 a.m. kickoff in Tiger stadium. This is uh, we we talked about. I thought we did a great job on the mailbag podcast laying out, um, you know, what's all at stake and how important this game is, and uh, what you know, what you can win in this game, what you can lose in that game. In this game, we'll talk about all that as well. Um, but I guess we start with: Are there any injuries to to report here? Uh, Logan Diggs is, should be playing. Um, what else? Makai Wingo's still out. J.K. Johnson's still out. Yeah, and I don't sp- expect Deuce Chestnut or Denver Harris to be out there. No. So I think we're status quo minus Logan Diggs starting running back who could well be back for this game. So I, I guess the question is, Andre Sam, was there an update on Andre Sam that I missed? Um, I didn't see. And I think that he said he might have been trendy or let's I can I can get you an answer there because yeah. Andre got hurt in that game and he never came back in. Yeah. Um, obviously, but I don't were... think, yeah, I don't think BK put included him on the injury report or anything like that. Not that that is uh, the gospel, but yeah, that's well, they I, don't play, like... if they don't have Andre Sam at safety, who are they playing? Allen, Jordan Allen, Jordan Allen, as you came out last time. Previously, we've seen Ryan Yates, so yeah. you're dealing with a bit of inexperience, I guess, either way. Um, yeah, with those two, Andre Sam is the most experienced guy you've got in the defensive backfield. Um, but I do know, here you go, earlier in the weeks, uh, or excuse me, earlier in the week, he said that Andre Sam, Logan Diggs, and Whit Weeks should all be available. Awesome. Yeah, Whit Weeks is, is probably the biggest name there because everybody wants to see him and see him get back on the field after what Brian Kelly said was a, a foot injury, uh, a gash in his foot of some sort. So um, he should be back and ready to go. Uh, but yeah, those are the injuries. Uh, I, I do want to throw it to start this off. Um, you know, throw it to you because I think you laid out well uh, in stories on the podcast and stuff. Just kind of obviously what a win would do, but then also what a loss would do. So kind of the important, just how important is this game for for LSU? I continue to make the case that I think it's one of the most, if not the most, important game of Brian Kelly's two years here, and because. If you win this game, you have a potential Heisman winner. You're in the race for a Bolitnikoff with Malik Neighbors being the best receiver in the country. Two pretty, 
you know, key pieces of hardware. Um, and you could throw in all the others. Look, there's a lot of quarterback awards that Jaden Daniels could win from the Manning to Davey O'Brien. I mean, Joe Burrow stacked up the Heisman and everything else. If Jaden has a huge game on Saturday, we'll see what Bo Nix does on Friday night uh, against Oregon State. And then obviously Bo Nix will have another week next uh, week, most likely to, uh, to play another game. We'll see, and Jaden Daniels does not. We'll see how that affects everything. But I guess my point has been that you win this game, it puts you with on path to get to 10 wins again in back-to-back seasons, and you're coming off 500 seasons, your first losing season since 1999, uh, one year prior to Brian Kelly arriving. The trajectory of the program would be going in the right way if you're now at back-to-back 10-win seasons, you've had the number one offense, you might have a Heisman winner, all these things. Matty B, if you lose this game, you're at eight and four. You've essentially wasted even more so the best offense in school history, one of them, right up there with the 2019, because you couldn't play defense. And if they lost this game, it's probably because they didn't play very good defense. And I know that AM's defense will dive into it is very, very good, arguably the best defense LSU will face this year. But LSU's offense is really, really clicking. It's not like this is week one. Uh, they know what to do. They're in a groove. They can score points. It's a matter of stopping AM's offense. And if you lose this game, Jaden probably doesn't win the Heisman. You're not stacking up postseason awards. And you you've now don't have a chance at 10 wins. So in reality, you're going backwards from year one, even though you went into the portal and were supposed to have an even better team this year. And the defense really kind of crumbled on you. So Despite the defense's struggles, I think a win here would mean so much for recruiting because, again, and I'll wrap up by saying, you're 14 right now. You win, there's going to be some shuffling. You win a bowl game, you're a top 10 team at the end of the season with three losses and potentially a Heisman winner and all of that. If not, you're an eight-win team that's going to a bad bowl game that nobody's going to really be paying much attention to. You're not going to be ranked in the top 20. And you kind of fizzle out in a year where your offense should have been good. Your offense was good enough to where if your defense was not ranked in the 100s, if it was ranked in the 60s out of 133 teams, you'd be potentially looking towards Atlanta next weekend um, and winning an SEC championship or playing for one again. So that's not within reach. New Year's six bowls without out, not within reach, but, these things like a Heisman, that lasts way beyond this season. You can pitch that to quarterbacks for a long time. So yep. they lost this game a year ago, Matty B, and it that cost them a New Year's Six Bowl. It sent them to the Cheez-Its Bowl where you're playing a Purdue team where everyone opts out and you win like 60 to nothing because you're playing third stringers, basically. And I think that there's there's still value to be had in this season, but it means you have to win tomorrow. Yeah, and I do think there is value in playing in a um a bowl game, uh you know an up a better bowl game even if you don't make a New Year's Six bowl and better better bowl game than what you would play in if you were eight and four. That's uh certainly the case. Uh yeah, we can dive into to A and M versus LSU now on the field. I, you know, you can flip a coin which side of the ball you want to start on, but I think the most fascinating side is LSU's offense versus A and M's defense because. You kind of mentioned it. AM's defense is probably the best LSU has faced this year. And I know I said that back when LSU played Auburn, probably said that when LSU played Alabama, and it hasn't really mattered. LSU has kind of rolled that, you know, it doesn't really, it's Jaden Daniels has been able to unlock 
the keys and unlock everything, regardless of what the defense has been doing. But I do think AM's defense presents different problems from what Alabama and Auburn and other others have done. Uh, I do look at a similar as to what Florida State did well in game one, where the defensive line and the front six, front seven is so daunting and so intimidating and has you know stacked up so many tackles for loss and sacks that it does open the door to potentially knocking you off your schedule if you're not careful. So um AM, I wrote about all this in my three key story. You can go read about that. But AM, I believe number one in the country in TFLs per game, number two in the country in sacks per game. Um, they are an elite defensive line. Go down the list, it's basically all five stars or at least top 100 type players. Um, you know, Walter Nolan, um, Shamar Turner, uh, all those guys. And with that, I think this is an LSU offensive line that's proven itself to be stout, obviously very talented. Uh, they have lived up to all of our expectations going up into the year and they've stayed healthy, but this is an, this is an awesome challenge for, for LSU's offensive line to see if they can really hold up five versus four. Um, and then you throw in there the linebacker, Edron Cooper, who has been phenomenal for AM this year, one of the best linebackers in the country, um, 16 tackles for loss, seven sacks. I, I wrote about it. It's kind of like I like AM is kind of using him perfectly in a way that I, you know, we wanted maybe LSU to use Harold Perkins. Um, but you know, AM situation I think is just so much better with the defensive line depth they have and the overall talent they have on defense. So yeah, that's the front seven of AM versus the front line of LSU is really where I'm looking at when I watch this game. And uh, that's what makes it so interesting. Um, before I throw it over to you, I mean, I, a couple other stats I included. AM is top five in the country in early down or in um, first down defense and top five in third and fourth down defense. And obviously, LSU is number one in the country in first down offense and I believe first and uh, third down offense as well. So, strength versus strength, um, it's going to be fascinating to watch. I think one thing I'll mention here if we're talking about defense <clears throat> first is that one, Edron Cooper, a Louisiana native, is obviously the man in the middle for them at linebacker. He's someone we've talked about on the recruiting pod a lot that LSU offered late and should have gotten out of Covington in high school, didn't. He'd be a phenomenal player on this team right now. He's one of the best linebackers in the country. He's got more tackles than anyone on AM's team. He's a finalist for the Butkus, which Obviously, um, Devin White won when he was at LSU. Um, and, I, and I do want to say, too, um, that Edrin put out the news that his girlfriend had passed away um, mm, yeah. in a tragic accident this past week. So prayers are with her family and his. And um, I know it's going to yeah. be emotional for him, not only coming back home to Louisiana, but with that on his mind. So yeah. um, as a Louisiana native, even uh, even though he plays for Texas A&M, he's on. Um, thoughts and prayers uh, with him as he gets through uh, what's an incredibly difficult holiday week. But he's um, he's one key, I would think, for them on defense to how do you reel in Jaden Daniels and um, how do you stop Logan Diggs in this run game? And he'll be a big part of that. You mentioned the front seven is just so good. I also know that, and I don't know his latest status, but Josh DeBerry, who's been, he's a senior, he's one of their main guys at corner, is doubtful. Um, it's most of Billy Lucci and all them who I trust over at Texags have said that um, he remains questionable this week. I don't know if Jimbo has given any sort of firm update there, uh, but if not, it means that Tyreek Chappelle and Deuce Harmon 
um, who have kind of been back in the lineup now at DeBerry, uh, questionable, would have to be guarding Malik Neighbors and Brian Thomas, who are the two best receivers uh, out there right now, really. I mean, Thomas leading the nation in touchdowns and Malik in receiving yards. So uh, those two guys will have a, um, a tough task on their hand. And then I'll also say Damani Richardson and Jacoby Matthews. Jacoby Matthews is another Louisiana native. Damani Richardson was one of the best players in high school coming out. They're at safety. So even with a front seven being very good, they've got some solid players at safety. They've got some guys who can play at corner. This, um, I think this will be, it'll be a very good test for LSU. I do believe this is one of the best defenses they'll have faced right there with Bama. Yeah. So, um, yeah, well, we'll see how it goes. I obviously, I think the advantage on is on the perimeter for LSU, and that's where Jay Daniels expect to. They'll hit a couple big plays. They'll be explosive. The main thing is, you know, can you give him some time? He's had time pretty much all year because um, this offensive line has just been so good. So can the offensive line continue to win, give him time for these routes to develop down the field? And we know he can make the throws. We know they can make catches. So um, maybe something a lot of people have pointed out on our board is can LSU be efficient running the ball in, in this game with Logan Diggs back uh, with traditional running backs? Because there is there are times where I went back and watched um, – was it AM Bama? Um, I watched a couple of games, but AM Bama, I think it was where Bama was able to hit a few runs where AM got too far up the field. You know, they kind of shoot the gaps and whatnot, and you can run the ball on them. So that is something we've talked about a lot is the balance that this team has had, LSU, especially with Logan Diggs at running back. If he comes in and they're able to run the ball, I, I think that would be a huge game breaker. I'm not going into it expecting them to be averaging like five, six yards per carry with the running backs, but you know, they can get to four and a half, five, which is I think against Bama, they were at 4.2 somewhere around there. If they can get a little over that. That would be encouraging. That would be uh that would be massive. Look, I think that Daniels is going to do what Daniels does. He knows what's on the line. He's made it look effortless. We haven't seen anyone slow him down anytime recently, except injury against Bama. That's the only thing that could, yeah. you know, bring him off the field. Um, his final game in Tiger Stadium, his final game, really, look, we don't know what the bowl holds and how high his draft stock goes or any of that. I won't speculate now if he's a guy who plays or doesn't, but could be the last time we see Jaden in an LSU uniform. Like, he knows that. So I would expect a massive game out of him. Um, we'll get to our preview and predictions here in a bit, but I um, I have LSU winning, and I think a large part of it's going to be Jaden Daniels. Yeah. All right, let's flip it over to the side of the ball everybody loves LSU's defense versus AM's offense. Um, I'm I'm working under the assumption Max Johnson is playing. I don't know if that is – I haven't heard anything new since the Monday press conference from Elijah Robinson. I don't know if he had a recent one, but I am working under that assumption. Does it change a ton? Uh, maybe not, but also LSU's defense, I think, you know, maybe with Whit weeks back, that Andre Sam plays a full game. I think the corners are getting more comfortable as we talked about. Um, this is a game, this is a team that's going to have to stop the run. I think LSU is going to have to stop the run in order to uh, keep AM down. I don't have high expectations, but you know, AM has running back Ruben Owens, who was one of the best running backs in the country in last year's freshman or in this freshman class. Um, multiple playmakers on the outside that we've talked about, and overall. I don't know what what's the expectation for LSU's defense here. Hold them under thirty and you win probably. Like that's is it like similar to? Yeah. I'm trying to think what game. 
I do. I think hold them under 30 and you're winning this game. I don't expect it would take it, it felt like the Viber on College Station would it would take a lot for Max Johnson, who's been hurt, to play this game. Yeah. So Jalen Henderson, uh, we've talked about him before on the podcast, came from Fresno State, I believe. Um, but barely played there and now is uh got what three and oh uh playing at Texas AM, but hasn't done anything to light the world on fire. Um He's throwing it around some. They haven't played crazy good competition. But LSU's defense isn't that great. So how do you figure a way to beat a team like this on defense who's down to their third-string quarterback? And it looks like Moose Muhammad's going to be the go-to receiver because the speculation all week is that A&M's best receiver uh, is not going to make the trip or is going to sit out, and nobody's came out and denied it yet. Um well, he's also um, Stewart's also. I think he's missed. Well, he's only played one game. He put Abilene Christian was the only game in November he's played, and he had one catch. So he basically hasn't played in the last month. So I, I don't think you know. Maybe he makes a trip. Maybe he doesn't. But he hasn't been a part of their rotation or hasn't been a part of their team in the last month. So yeah, it is Moose Muhammad, uh, Anaya Smith. Um, I forgot the name of the third. Anaya Smith. Exactly. Yeah, Anaya Smith. So, yeah, it'll – I mean, I still I, – this is a game you mentioned Ru- Ruben Owens as well. Their um, offensive line's not been great this year. Uh, we talked about that. Abilene Christian sacked Jalen Henderson like three or four times. You would hope mm-hmm. that this is a game where LSU's defensive front seven or defensive line could get some pressures and um, maybe bring him down and back them up behind the chains, and that makes it a bit easier uh, on your defense. And, look, they're probably going to be going with Ashton Stamps and J.B. and Tobiano again at corner. Sage Ryan obviously will be out there, but those guys will be rotating in. And they're getting their feet wet. And I like it. It's As Brian Kelly said, it's not going to be pretty the whole time, but they're learning. And Brian Kelly also said, when we put them in press man, they really played well at the end of that game a week ago. So do we come out and see none of the, hey, we're 10 yards off the line of scrimmage in zone? You know, is it more – Hey, we're gonna press man and just go after him. That's this that's is the second week in a row now. Billy's called while we're on the pod. <laughs> that that is the question though, because you're going against a high quality receiver room, right? This isn't Georgia State's receivers. These aren't Auburn's receivers. You know, whoever else. Um, this is going to be even with Stewart out potentially. This is Moose Muhammad. This is Anais Smith and capable guys on the outside. So, do you want to press them and maybe? you know, potentially get a one-on-one ball um, with even, if you know, Henderson's not great. He can throw the ball up in the air. So um, that's a question. Uh, I think another question is Henderson through two full starts has 18 rushes for 109 yards. When you take away the sacks, the sacks have been killer for him. So, you know, you can include them, but outside of sacks, he's ran the ball 18 times for 109 yards and two touchdowns. That's Abilene Christian. That's Mississippi state. So not great competition still, if Henderson starts to get loose on a couple runs, will we see LSU spy? That's the main thing, right? That's Jalen Milrow all over again. Um, I would assume so. I think Brian Kelly said after the game, he was like, you know, maybe we, you know, we should definitely should have done a spy. I think with, with weeks available, you put him in position to be that spy if he is healthy. So um, that's what I, those are the two things I'm looking for. You mentioned it. Will the cornerbacks be pressed or will they be off? And then two, will they spy Henderson if he starts running the ball around? Well, we'll see. They have uh, even spies have not worked all that well against Jaden this year. So 
it's uh boy you, it, these defensive coordinators they say it every or these head coaches they say it every week in their press conferences leading up to LSU Jaden Daniels is the best player we've seen on film this year it's I don't know how you contain him it's just slowing him down so um for me I think defensively or offensively for AM they will they move the ball will they score some points yeah I do think so but I as you'll see in my prediction I've got them not scoring as much as LSU. Uh, and this is a 12-point spread right now, um, which leads you to believe that if LSU does what they're supposed to do, then they should win by double digits. Yeah. All right. Uh, do we have a ad read to jump to? Yeah, we have our final game time game ad time. read of, uh, of the season right here, uh, LSU A&M. Game time, uh, your ticketing app uh, that we all use, promo code TIGERS, gets you 20 bucks off your first order. Um, download the game time app, sign up for it, put in LSU, brings you right to the AM game. I am, um, as I do each week, looking at the map right now, trying to find some good deals. Uh, there are a lot of, especially if you want to be in, if you don't mind being in the end zone or corner of the end zone, a lot of tickets for under a hundred dollars. I mean, I'm seeing some for <clears throat> 39, 50 in the lower bowl right now. If you want to be uh, on one of the sidelines, I'm seeing them for 97. Uh, so you can get into this game for well under $100. These prices will continue to drop. And if you're into the upper deck and you want to sit there right now, again, game time, they do flash deals, 26 bucks uh, upper deck. You can get into this game. So it is the final game of the season. No hidden fees. When you check out, it'll be what the price you expect it to be is. Um, and it's not just college football. Look, it's the Saints. It's any sort of plays or theater you're going to. Game Time has everything on their app, concerts, obviously. Uh, so, again, doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be used for just LSU. Promo code TIGERS, 20 bucks off your first order. And you can get yourself into um, any event you want. And that's the ticketing app we rock with. I'm going to keep rolling. Um, I'm at, It's it's fun when you pull up the map because stuff pops up even live now in the lower bowl on the sidelines, $48, um, kind of about midway up in the 300. So if you don't have tickets yet, you want to see LSU play on Saturday morning. Uh, there are a lot of ways to get into this game for uh, well under a hundred bucks. So there you go. one last game in tiger stadium, the 99th year of tiger stadium, you get into the game and see it. There you go. Um, 11 AM kickoff, get your tickets. Yes. Um, last chance to see, Jaden Daniels and the boys in person, a Heisman Trophy winner, potentially. Potential right. Heisman Trophy winner. He is the odds on favorite. Speaking, it into the existence. Week, so. Speaking it into existence here. There you um, go. All right. Game balls. Game balls. I mean, game balls. can we, we, we start with offense every time? Are we not going <clears> to, <throat> we, <clears throat> excuse me, we have to, we have to roll Jaden, right? I am. I'm rolling Jaden. He knows he's got to go out and win a Heisman. I'm going to pick him to be the MVP on offense. I'm going to think. I'm going to think for a second. Okay. Um, part of me wants to say um, Malik Neighbors, um, which I think I'm going to. I do think the offensive line as a whole is the biggest factor in this game. You know, it's can they block them? Um, I just think that's such an interesting matchup here. For, you know, obviously this defense line's been, or offensive line's been challenged, but this is uh, it's kind of a full full circle moment, right? Two years ago, when AM got this class, uh, and these aren't all players from that class specifically, but when they did get this class, it was like, all right, 
let's see what these five stars can do. Uh, at that time, LSU hired Brian Kelly and added Will Campbell and Emory Jones. And I mean, brought in, obviously Dellinger was a freshman. Turner was remaking like all brought in miles Frazier as a transfer. This reline, this offensive line was built two years ago in Will in Brian Kelly's first year. This defensive line was built, you know, in that class where they had the best class ever. It is kind of a full circle moment, full circle moment where in Tiger Stadium it will decide, you know, can Jane Daniels win the Heisman? Can AM, you know, play a spoiler? I think there's a lot of fascinating things in that respect. So um I think that's what I'm gonna be watching primarily, but um, I'm going to go Malik neighbors. I think Malik neighbors hits a couple big plays. I do think the advantage for LSU is on the perimeter. I think he's, uh, kind of the game breaker here. All right. I've got your quotes written out for, uh, the story when it dropped for those that miss it on the podcast, we always have the preview and, or the premium predictions will be up here shortly on the site on the Bengal tiger, but we also do our MVP picks. So, uh, you're going Malik, but I like your offensive line notes there against this D line and how you frame that. Uh, of it being a couple of years in the making here of best on best. I think uh, LSU's O-line is very, very good, and Texas A&M's D-line is very, very good. But I'm with you on Malik Neighbors. Um, I got to go first there. So defensively, who are you rocking with? Defensively, <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with give – me, give me Sage Ryan. I Sage Ryan now I, he's, not, he's a flawed you know he's not purely a boundary corner he's been do it all for this team uh but I think we saw enough against Georgia State I think we saw enough in the past few games where I think he's actually starting to figure it out a bit he is tackling pretty well he made a couple of nice plays um I think this is a good spot for him to where he has a lot on his plate I think he'll get thrown at a few times now against Georgia State um, the Panthers threw at the freshman quite a bit, but may- maybe they throw it at Sage Ryan. Sometimes he makes some plays. So give me Sage Ryan with over one and a half, either PBUs or interceptions. Okay. That's bold. You said over, give me over one and a half PBU or interception. Yeah. So plays on the ball over one and a half pass breakups or interceptions. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, Man, I want to pick someone in that front seven. I think that as much as we talk about LSU struggles at defensive back, that maybe the front seven in this game could really help set the tone. You've picked Jordan Jefferson a ton. I think that that's – or you've highlighted him at least a ton. I think that's a really good person to look at. I'm going to go maybe for the second time in 12 games. I'd have to check. I'm going to go with a non-starter. I'll go Braden Swenson. And he has started to play more than Ovia Gofu, but if he can get some pressures in passing situations on an AM third string quarterback, or even Max Johnson, if somehow miraculously he gets healthy and plays, uh, or is playing through whatever injury he's got, you know, having to battle, that that could be key. And Harold Perkins is look, does it all. He's going to be in coverage, he's going to be blitzing. He's an easy pick to throw out in a game like this, but I'll go a little bold. I'll give Swinson the nod, and I think Swinson has continued to push himself up, up, up the transfer portal edition kind of power rankings. And you ranked the top 10 D linemen uh, this past week. I thought it was a great article. Even Cole Kubelik gave you a shout-out for it. 
uh, with a like on Twitter uh, because he said not enough people have talked about Jordan Jefferson, but I'll go past Jordan Jefferson and pick Braden Swinson here. I think that he comes up with some tackles for a loss, maybe a sack. And um, depending on when the, that happens, that could be a game swinging moment. Yeah. Special teams. I, I'm going to take Jay Brambling. I think this is for the first time in a while. He's going to have to, you know, warm up his leg, you know, get loose on the sideline and, get ready to, to maybe make a couple punts. Not a ton. I, I think LSU scores enough here to where it's it's a a good performance from the offense. But there will be times. I think it gets tight early, actually. I think this game, we'll, we'll all talk about it in a bit, but like I do think this game may be tight early on to where there's a couple stops that field position will matter. So first half, Jay Bramlett, punt inside the 20. There's my um, prop of the game there. But yeah, Jay Bramlett with a, a, a couple key punts here i'll take him i like that i um i can't not go then with the other specialist i'll go ramos and i picked him plenty of plenty of times and the lsu offense is so good quite often that they win by enough to where it doesn't matter but if this game is tight let's like like you said if it's tight early well what if it's tight in the second half even if it's tight early and they drive down and stall out <clears throat> hitting a big kick or two would be massive um Look, A&M's had some kicking woes, and LSU hasn't had to face that this year. Ramos has been very reliable for them, especially from, you know, 40 and in, uh, he can hit it. And I think that could be big in a game like this. I have them winning by double digits, but I still think that doesn't mean – that doesn't discount that Ramos could play a big part in that. So give me Damian Ramos, kicker one or two big field goals that obviously can help separate you and uh, what could be a close game, obviously. How many, how many field goals does Ramos have this year? Do you know off the top of your head? Cause I was going to guess and I was like, uh, uh, go for the guess. Let's see. And then I'll tell you the answer. Oh boy. Florida state one. I won't, I won't add them all up, but I'm just thinking off the top of my head. I mean, it can't be that many. Nine. I mean, I know the answer. So once you're comfortable with it, am you know, I am I underselling that? I feel like this offense has only scored touchdowns. I I'll go I'll go, man. They don't. I'll go 10. 10. You have ten on the year. Yeah. Uh, he's got twelve. Twelve for fifteen. Damn. Damn. He missed one against Bama. Yeah. He missed one against three, and. That would be one more he missed in there. So he missed one against Ole Miss. You know what's so, crazy? Um, three close games right there. They won one of them and lost two of them. Honestly, it might be even crazy. They only have 18 punts on the year. And he, uh, that, that's crazier, yes. He's uh, 12 is- for 15 on field goals made and attempted and 66 of 66 on extra points, which is um, kudos to him because – they lost the opener a year ago because they were missing extra points. And now he's made every single one of them this year. So good job on the blocking. Good job on the execution. Good job on the kicking. He's been the wire to wire starter at kicker and he's been very, very solid. So um, yes, I do think that this is a game where you could have some big ones. I also like your punting stats uh, there um, with Bramplett. I still think that the wildest stat on special teams is that they've only returned like three punts all season. Yes. Yes, that is until Javen Nicholas stepped up as the short up man up back and pushed that number to five, maybe and grabbed Shout a couple last game. Yeah. 
All right. Yeah, to, um, to only to play 10 games and you've only returned. Not that they haven't had the chance. They just fair catch everything yeah. or let it bounce. They've only returned like five all year. It's gotta be the lowest return percentage in the country. Somebody do the math on it for us. Like punt punts received and punt re- returned ratio. LSU has to be near the bottom. Um, all right. There. Predictions. You want to go first? I can. I'll right. go first. Let's hear it. Um, I went 38-27. And in the preview and predictions, LSU, 38 AM 27. In the preview and predictions, I noted that everything I talked about to start this pod, <clears throat> you've got an AM team that beat you a year to go a year ago to not allow you to go to a New Year's Six Bowl. You can't lose to them again. They don't have a head coach. They're not coming with their best receiver. It's been a long year for them. Um, you have to strike while the iron's hot right here uh, because you are playing for all those things like a Heisman and a chance at a 10-win season and just momentum in recruiting, which would build off of that. So um, I've mentioned a lot of it during this game. They've Look, we know what it is. LSU's excellent on offense, and they're not very good on defense. I expect AM to score. 27 points is a lot of points, so you can beat a lot of SEC teams by scoring 27. Yep. LSU's usually not one of them. Um, so, obviously, LSU with 38 points is well below their season average. Uh, but still, against a very good defense, that would be a really great game. That's five touchdowns for the offense. I think that they can pull that off. We've seen them do it time and time and time again. So, I'm with you. Maybe this is close in the first half. LSU pulls away a little bit. I'm not completely sure how it unfolds, but I think by game's end, LSU wins this one. Uh, and I've got the, golly, right around the over-under of 66, but LSU, that would not be covering uh, currently. It is a 12-point spread. That would be an 11-point win, but you'll take it um, because it would be a win and get you towards a 10-win season. So for me, 38-27. Has LSU still hit the over in every game this year? I'd have to look that up. I don't think they did. They, I think they missed one. I think they missed one too. But um, I think – I don't know if this will be my final lines play. I don't think it will be because I don't feel great about it. But uh, I, 10 I, and I, 1, Matty B. 10 and 1? Okay. I don't know the game that would have been, but 10 and 1. Yeah. Nobody else in the country is 10 and 1. There's some two 9 and 2 teams, Memphis and Georgia Tech. Uh, and then bam at eight and two instead of nine and two, eight, yeah. two and one, they pushed. Uh, but beyond that, no one has come close. So yeah. LSU leads the country in hitting the over, which is at 66. Yeah. Um, I'm going to lean under here. Uh, I think AM's defense is legitimately good. I do think they'll made a couple TFLs that LSU usually doesn't get to maybe put them behind the chains. Uh, just, you know, early on, I could see this going the way of, Arkansas the way that game played out a little bit to where it was uncomfortable to start and then Daniels figures it out he processes things so well he sees the field so well um I have I don't really have concern if they take a possession or two to get going um but with that in mind I think there might be a couple possessions where they get in the red zone and actually don't score and maybe Brian Kelly kicks a field goal or two because in this game field goals should be enough to win it for you if Max Johnson doesn't play um I think AM's offense is one dimensional enough to where we've talked about it before. Georgia State, Auburn, Mississippi State, uh, Army. That if Max Johnson is not available, I would put AM in that category. 
And with that being the case, I I expect LSU's defense to hold them under, you know, 28 points. So give me LSU 34 to 21. Um, I just dropped down my AM prediction by a field goal before we um, said these. But yeah, 34-21 to LSU. I think that's a good outing. Um, I do think they take a couple field goals for the first time in, in a couple games, and I think they, they get a 13-point win. So, yeah, my 37-28 is what I said would be um, – both not covering and not and not hitting the over under of 66 by one point so we're both on the under here okay we are we are on the under i i would i mean imagine that would be a true cherry on top for Jaden daniels if they score 45 points and beat AM. like that is legitimately you can't argue it at that point and i think even scoring 34 points if he has you know four touchdowns like which could very well happen is still the same thing but if they put up 40 points on this AM defense that is phenomenal i can't bet on that happening but it would be um another amazing out uh, outcome for them so we'll see we'll see maybe i'm putting too much faith in the lsu defense again but if max johnson doesn't play i don't think the passing game's there for for the aggies so we will see um well all right. this, well we've got a bowl game but this is our final regular season preview and prediction pod maddie b we've, we've moved through the season well it is. Then it turns uh, right to the portal, right <clears throat> to the portal. Because right after Saturday, Shay, it's going to be across college football. Sunday, it's going to be like uh, what is it in the NFL? Where it's Black Monday, where all the coaches get fired. Uh, yep. Right after the yep. last game, it's going to it's going to be Black Sunday, where everybody enters the portal in uh, college football. So good, uh, and, and we'll be keeping an eye on any LSU news. So uh, yeah. stay tuned to the Bengal Tiger um, right now. Uh, do we have the YouTube promo uh, code up, Matty G? Let me. I, <clears throat> if we don't, we know what it is, at least. For anyone listening uh, on YouTube right now, uh, you can catch it or listen to the podcast. We'll give it to you. But um, two months of the Bengal Tiger for $1. And if you do the math, that carries you through signing day, through the end of the season, the bowl game, any coaching changes, all of the portal. Everything that you would need to know about how busy LSU's football's offseason is about to be, including the bowl game, uh, you would get to get for just a dollar. And we have been booming on the Bengal Tiger. So thank you so much to all the new subscribers. We had, we've had so many new people join. Um, a lot of y'all here from the YouTube channel have made your way to the website. You said you've loved it. Um, me and Maddie B both appreciate that. Certainly Billy does it as well. Um, but yes, two months uh, for one dollar. Uh, right now is the promo. I, Maddie B, do you know the promo code off the top of your head? I have it if you don't. I can find no, it. No, where's the, I know. I'm not, a, I have to get my phone. <clears throat> yeah, I can, uh, I can tell you real quick for those listening. Okay. But if you go to the Bengal Tiger, you're not a member yet, go sign up, click the dollar, and then you can have in there, if you have a promo code, that's where you would put it. And I believe it is. Let me give it to you guys real quick. My LSU one Slack channel. I was sent a uh, a message of of what the deal was. So um, let me jump in that really quickly. Here he is, our man William Story with the uh, with the deal. It's loading. My internet's terrible these days. It's all right. I got it. Let me pull it up for for all of our viewers here. Here we are. Boom. You got it. Yep. Can you see it on your there screen? There it is. 
<clears throat> there it is. <clears throat> One dollar for two months. Um, and look, since we love you guys and you're not listening on YouTube, do us a favor. We'll do a trade. You go to YouTube. Give us a follow. I'll tell you what the promo code is. And I won't make you wait. It's LSU one, the number one. LSU, the number one. Go to the Bengal Tiger. Sign up for it. Go to subscribe. Put in the promo code LSU one. You will get two months for one dollar. That's it. No, no hidden fees. No nothing. Just like game time. Just no nothing. One dollar for two months, and that'll get you through. Um, look, all, all, all the way to almost February signing day, uh, which is usually a much smaller one than December. So. This is a uh, a key stretch. Guys will be going pro. Guys will be hitting the portal. Guys will be coming out of the portal to LSU. High school recruits signing. You'll get the scoop. You'll never be behind on anything. Uh, but shout out to everyone who's been a member of the Bengal Tiger already, who's joined lately, and uh, who rode with us all season on the preview and predictions pod uh, and the mailbag pods, which we'll keep rocking. But previews and predictions will turn into the portal podcast for those yes. wondering. So yes. you can find us still here every week. Uh, it'll just be the portal podcast instead. Yes. All right. Um, let's wrap it up. I gotta go watch some uh, LSU women's basketball versus Niagara in the Cayman Islands. So, um, Angel Reese yeah. is not in the Cayman Islands. She's not. She's not. For, so, for those of y'all who came here to get your Angel Reese news, for those sorry. keeping track of the Angel Reese drama, <clears throat> she is not with the team in the Cayman Islands. She is not. She is not. So, um, yeah, we'll have y'all covered there. Um, and preview predictions will be out on on our site all that good stuff final lines will be out so check everything out on the site two dollars or two months for one dollar um subscribe to the youtube channel if you haven't already thank you all for joining us we will talk to you all later